Blog Talk Radio. Change will not come if we wait for some other person or if we wait for some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. Not continue to rely only on our military in order to achieve the national security objectives that we've set. We've got to have a civilian national security force that's just as powerful, just as strong, just as well funded.
never give it back. Same with the gas, you can never take that. Never take that. Trying to take my country from me. Trying to take my country from me. They're trying to take my country from me. They're trying to take my country from me. Fuck the bullshit, I teach the kids to fight. Stand up for what's right if it means half the life. But you ain't gotta die to see the Antichrist. Just turn on your news at six tonight. And you can catch him walking right down the street. Everybody weeping every time he speaks. He rides in the vehicle they call the beast. And people lining up for a chance to meet. You think Senate agents says dance with me. This words induce a trance and all I see are tears streaming down the face of teens who are now old enough to vote and speak for me. Man, I never thought I'd even really live to see the day the U.S. would make history. Didn't you vote for the change we need? Did anybody catch what the change would be? It's the type of shit that make you stop and shake. Pull your neck back till it pop and break. 2090 years the cops invade. Watch them raise taxes and stop the trade. Every day that passes causes the stocks to fade. And the ones in power know what not to say. To make the revolution start, but not today. Hey, take a look around, shit's not the same. So don't let them come with the talking game. It's all out war and we flames. They all from the devil, just the market change. You think they're gonna be there when the market came? Well, it's nothing like because we don't march the same. So take heed when your freedom starts to fade. If I had to, I could mark the day. America fell prey to the Marxist wave. There's other targets to march in the USA. If you love the president, it's something you must say. So hey, fuck it, welcome in the new day. Where Obama governs America in this new way. Where he gives us all this new face. Gives me and you a taste. The flag has been replaced. To the point you don't recognize this place. The rebirth of Hitler's taste. Yeah. All right. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. I'm your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. Today's date is... Wow. 
January 16th, 2012 AD, somewhere in Los Angeles today, I am uh, working on a new film coming up in 2012 titled Lincoln, starring Daniel Day-Lewis. I am a technical advisor on the picture. Just one of many, but it is indeed an honor. So, let's get this party started off right. If there was anyone who thought that because it's Martin Luther King Day that I was going to lay off Barack Obama and tell him it like it is, you're sorely mistaken. Sorry to disappoint you. Deeply, deeply sorry. Because I have my own issues with Mr. King. He was a philanderer. He was a plagiarizer. He plagiarized his doctoral thesis. Hell, his name isn't even Martin Luther King. So, I don't know. And the idea that you know, the fact that we were all duped into believing that Rosa Parks was just some weary spinster getting off work, tired, worked hard all day, wanted to go home. And that's all she wanted was to go home. Got on a bus was tired. She sat down, weary, tired. A white person came along and demanded the seat. She just said, or felt that she just couldn't get up. She was just too tired. And why would a white woman want to take her seat? It's not right. So she refused. She promptly carted off to jail, which sparked the Bus boycott triggered a whole series of events that made things better for us all. That's not the way it happened. There were at least three other women who refused to give up their seats and were promptly carted off to jail at least two years before Rosa Parks. One was a young woman who just happened to be a the mother. She was just about... 17 or 18, unwed, had a foul-ass mouth. Well, the powers that be in the movement felt they couldn't use her because she wasn't, well, she wasn't sufficiently, uh, well, her story wasn't right. So they wanted to do something. They wanted to spark a, a bus boycott. So they staged an event. They, 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 Rosa Parks is sitting in the NAACP office, licking stamps or whatever the hell she was doing there. And they looked at her and they said, hmm, yeah, she'll do. And the whole thing was staged. I don't like being duped like that. I don't like being told that I did not have sex with that woman, Miss Lewinsky, and I don't like being duped by my own people in order to get something done. Especially when there were two or three women 
three women to be exact, who had done the exact same thing honestly and earnestly. Rosa Parks knew that she was going to be arrested. She knew the TV cameras and the, the newspapers would be standing outside the bus. She knew she'd be promptly bailed out as soon as she got to jail. NAACP lawyers were there waiting to post her bail. She was in no danger whatsoever. But the woman that proceeded, that was there before her, she had no such lawyers. She had no such backing. She had no backup. She went to jail, surrounded by angry white men. That was the real courage of the event, not Rosa Parks play acting. That's what it was. But hey, who am I to judge, right? I should just be thankful and grateful that the civil rights movement allowed me to Enjoy an awful lot of freedoms that, uh, well, my parents didn't have until later on in life, right? Or maybe I should question black folks, white folks, anybody who attempts to engage in some sort of subterfuge in order to get me to think a certain way, be a certain way, do something a certain way. And that includes my president. Barack Hussein Obama. Question, authority. Things are not often as they appear. Reverend Michael King had to be forced, dragged kicking and screaming into the civil rights movement. He was one of 300 clergymen called called to duty. He stood in the background. Yeah, He was brave. He did the damn thing. He took care of business. There's no doubting that. But he also took the opportunity to sleep with every woman he could get his hands on while having a wife at home worrying about him, small children. That's not noteworthy. And when his best friend... In the whole wide world, Ralph Abernathy called him out shortly before he passed on. He was dismissed as being a senile old man who didn't know what he was talking about. But Ralph Ralph said, Ralph came out and said, Martin was a hoe. He was sleeping with anything moving. Yeah, we all have our character flaws. Some of us have skeletons in our closets. No one should expect Martin Luther King to be perfect. And certainly he was not. So I celebrate Martin Luther King Day not for Martin Luther King at all. I celebrate it because of what the movement what the civil rights movement did for us. Certainly not for Jesse Jackson, who took the few moments left while the life drained out of Martin Luther King's life to dip his shirt tails in Martin's blood and smear blood on his shirt so that it would appear 
that he was standing so close to Martin that he had blood all over him. Oh, look, I've gotten Martin Luther King's blood all over my shirt. Several witnesses noticed Jesse Jackson smearing blood on his shirt after dipping it in Martin's blood as he kneeled down. Everything is not as it appears. Not always. Now, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. While you're awake, don't forget the right. We'll think of you every day and night. Bye bye, so long. Jones situation report. You know, when this day comes around every year, I have very mixed emotions about it, mixed feelings. I know that Martin Luther King did some pretty good things. 
just as I know that Bill Clinton was a pretty good president. I give the devil his due. I also know that for a fact that Martin Luther King or Michael King plagiarized his doctoral thesis. I also know for a fact that he slept around on his wife every single chance he got. So, while giving Martin Luther King his due, because it took a certain amount of bravery to stand up and do the things that he did, certain conviction, he was by by no means a saint. And I don't even consider him to be a great man. I have very high standards for those types of things. Hell, even his I Have a Dream speech was given nearly word for word the year before by a black congressman on the floor of Congress in the Capitol. Martin received permission to use parts of the I Have a Dream speech. But I bet... I'll bet that there's not a single black person who can call up this number right now, 347-884-8500, and tell me who that black congressman's name was. Certainly you'll tell me that it was that Martin Luther King gave the I have a dream speech. But who gave the speech before that? I take great issue with this day. I do indeed. Martin Luther King, well, let's just say I'm partial to Medgar Evers, who had a wife and small children, who had virtually no known vices, who received the very same phone calls and threats only years before, The threats of lynchings, burn your house down, cross on the lawn, the whole deal, and stood firm, wanted the responsibility, did not try to run from it like Martin did. Martin tried to run from responsibility. He didn't want to be in the limelight. He did not want that spotlight. But he took the opportunity to bed every single woman he could get his hands on when he did get it. And once again, the fact that he plagiarized his doctoral thesis sticks in my craw. These are not my opinions. These are facts. Let's get on with the show on this Martin Luther King Day. Celebrate. Celebrate not Martin Luther King's birthday. Because his name was Michael King when he was born. No, not even because of that. Celebrate the movement and what what it did for us, all Americans, not just black. An article in the American Thinker, January 16, 2012. Welcome to the plantation. Much has been written about the Democrat plantation. 
on this Democrat plantation, it is said that today's American blacks are slaves to the Democrat Party. Much as their ancestors were slaves to their antebellum plantation masters. Then as now, they were given scraps compared to their masters. Then as now, running away or any disobedience by an individual was severely punished. Conservatives who have any exposure to conservative media are quick to point to this truth. What they fail to realize is that they too are on a plantation. Surely you must be kidding. We conservatives are too smart for that. Think about it. Deep down inside you know it's true. As I've said many times, uh, any disobedience is severely punished. Ask Sarah Palin. She had the nerve to be on an uh, to be an outsider who threatened the establishment. Think about it. I see we have Karen in the house, Tesla, Marine Times. John Galt is here, Bob USMC, the Binary Prince. What was it that um, that Herman Cain said about black people being brainwashed and held on a figurative political plantation by their Democrats and other blacks? What was it he said? For several months now, radio host Tom Joyner, who used to be a friend of mine, has pledged with his 8 million listeners to get in line behind the first black president. And I quote, Stick together, black people, says Joyner, whose R&B morning show reaches one in four African-American adults. The Reverend Al Sharpton, an ally of President Obama, who has a daily radio show and hosts a nightly cable television program, recently told the president's black critics, quote, I'm not telling you to shut up. I'm telling you don't make some of us speak up. End quote. The hell does that mean? Even as Obama and his campaign play down the suggestion that support among black Americans is flagrant, a cadre of powerful allies is snapping back at critics in the black community who make explicit appeals for racial loyalty. Now, I thought that Martin Luther King, and excuse me if I'm wrong, but I thought that Martin Luther King said to not judge somebody by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. But my former good friend, Tom Joyner, thinks otherwise. Quote, let's not deal with the facts right now. Let's deal with just our blackness and pride and loyalty. End quote. Joyner wrote on his blackamericaweb.com blog, 
I quote, we have the chance to reelect the first African-American president. And that's what we ought to be doing. And I'm not afraid or ashamed to say that as black people, we should do it because he's a black man. Is this what um, Martin Luther King, Michael King fought for? Is this what the movement was all about? Judge not by the color of one's skin, but the content of their character. But that's not what we have here. We've got black people all over America, and I talk to them every single day, saying that we need to stick together. We need to stick with Barack or the prayers, as they call him. And that I, if I don't stick with Barack Obama, it's because I don't know my history. Or I'm an Oreo. Or I'm a sellout. Or I'm the white man's lackey. Either one of those usually meets with a smack or a beatdown. So I don't hear it very often. Let's not deal with the facts right now. Let's deal with just our blackness and pride and loyalty. If that statement doesn't call call for some white people to say, you know what? If that's the way you want to roll, then why don't we just roll and vote white? Because even right now, there's still a lot more white people than there are black folks. There are not enough black people in America to elect Barack Obama president of the United States. Oh, yeah, there's enough to influence the election in some small way. But Barack Obama did not get elected by black people. Hell, the black population didn't even put him over the top. It took a whole lot of white people, a whole lot of liberals to get Barack Obama elected president. It took Spaniards. It took it took a combination of everybody. A plethora of American Americana, not just black folks. If every single black man and woman in the United States voted for Barack Obama, it not would be it would not be enough. But Tom Joyner believes that we should not be afraid to vote for Barack Obama simply because he's a white man. He deserves it. He's white. I mean, he's black. Vote for a black man because he's black. That makes sense. Never mind the fact that black people are suffering and the suffering uh, job loss and all that goes with that has not been seen since the Great Depression. Never mind that Barack Obama doesn't even visit the black community when he toured around on that big black bus. wonder what that was a symbol for. Well, when he toured around on the big black bus, he went to the 
small towns with lily white folks in it. Nary a black face in the crowd. But yet, we should vote for the black man because he's black. Let me read it for you one more time. Let's not deal, wait, quote, let's not even deal with the facts right now. Let's deal with just our blackness and pride and loyalty. How embarrassing. Let's vote for the Negro because he's a Negro. And you're not. Michael King, alias Martin Luther King, must be rolling over in his grave right now. Because from what I know, even though the man plagiarized his thesis and slept with every woman he could get his hands on, this wasn't what he envisioned. This wasn't MLK's vision. To vote for a black man just because he's black and forget about the facts? Are you kidding? You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. We're going to take a short break and then we will be right back. All right. Handle the truth. 24-7 Internet Talk Radio. Socialism is not an option. Vote with the candidate that most closely comes to your worldviews, whatever those may be. Oh, you got a great show. Thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm impressed with your callers and Dave and everyone on that show. It's just a great show. You're very well informed. It's it's, it's run like a tight ship. It's it's very good. I, I'm sorry for those who who you know who support that that lifestyle. Right. But true concern. It's impossible. We've said this before. It's impossible to right. be a true conservative and gay. It's so, just impossible. Heaven help you guys if the Republicans actually win in 2012. Because I'll be gunning for those social so-called for those so-called folks. Uh, I'm sorry. Did I speak clearly enough for this? Friday evening, I had the opportunity to appear on Tesla's program. Uh, Tesla hosts three different programs, uh, and I appeared on the Friday Night Roundtable program, which was sort of the less, it's the less serious. He's got some, but, but I was on the Friday Night Show, which allowed me to riff on top. Well, I want to I want to thank you so much for having me on. You, you have a rocking program. And, thank you. Uh, this has been very energetic, and getting the message out is the most important thing. Do not ignore this show. Tesla is, you got a fantastic show, and I just want to say, God bless America. we got a lot of work ahead of us. To stop uh, because I obviously uh, you know I'm, I'm very conservative uh, I'm not religious orientated believe me people who know me know that if I went into a church it would probably burst into flames probably oh gee Ski and David thank you I love you kisses 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 <laughs> oh boy okay <laughs> <laughs> oh man I don't want to go there good night and God bless David Graham hosts Stay Mad Radio Tuesday and Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Time David Graham is a patriot who speaks about communism, cultural Marxism, Alinsky, and Islam. Also find very interesting guests, including former CIA agents, authors, and friends. 
Reza, thank you very, very much for uh, for contacting us and uh, agreeing to join us here on uh, Stay Mad Radio. Well, thanks so much for having me. No, I appreciate it. And uh, as promised, with me on the line is uh, our guest, Charles Faddis. Uh, open your mic right now. Charles, welcome back to Stay Mad Radio. How are you, sir? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me back. No, that's... that's my pleasure. Uh, our, our pleasure. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna break right into bringing him right on. Yusama, uh, uh, thank you for joining me here on uh, Stay Mad Radio. I really appreciate it. Well, it's my joy to be with you, brother, and I uh, hope and I pray that the Lord will use it tonight. Her name is Janie Johnson. She wrote the book "Don't Take My Lemonade Stand." How are you today, Janie? I'm doing great, David. How are you? I'm fine. I think this is her now. Uh, is this Addie? I Hello. am here. I'm listening. How are you? Very, very nice to speak with you, finally. Yeah, it surely is. So catch this and much more exciting content on Maynard Radio, Tuesday and Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. I got that one from David. He has a great sense of humor. <laughs> All right, we're back with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Recent Washington Post-ABC News polls have shown a drop in the number of blacks who have strongly favorable views of Obama and those who think his policies are improving the economy. This has coincided with vocal criticism of the president among some members of the Congressional Black Caucus and their African-American so-called leaders. Is there any wonder why, when the unemployment rate among blacks is somewhere around 16-17%? Is there any wonder why, when Obama pays very little attention, if any, to the black community at all? Now, I know a number of blacks who have said that they expected, no, they expected to be given jobs, preferential treatment. They expected their lives individually to improve dramatically with a black man in the White House. They, they expected some free stuff. They expected reparations. They, <laughs> I'm telling you right now. They expected reparations, maybe a Cadillac, Certainly those 40 acres and that damn mule, they expected a whole lot of goodies once Obama became president because that's all black folks dreamed about. One day, we're going to move up like George and Wheezy, and one day, we're going to have ours. One day, we're going to have a black man running this country, and it's going to be chicken and hot wings. It's going to be hot wings, fried chicken, chitlins for everybody. And it's all going to be free. We're going to make the white man pay. Quite frankly, that has not happened. Black folks are suffering all across the country. The crime rate is up everywhere in the black community. The jobless rate is higher than any white president has 
has administered over since FDR. But Tom Joyner says, hey, what do you say? Let's go up here and read this. Let's not even deal with the facts right now. Let's deal with just our blackness and pride and loyalty. Now, I want to ask Tom Joyner, and I may just call that clown show tomorrow and ask him, can you take your blackness and pride and loyalty to Walmart and get some bread and some milk and some eggs? Can you take your blackness and pride and loyalty to the car dealership and buy yourself one of those damn Chevy Volts? What can one do with one's blackness and pride and loyalty? Is it transferable? Because I know that when I'm staying in this fine hotel room here in Los Angeles or when I'm in D.C., staying at the Hotel Monaco on 480 King Street in Old Town Alexandria, it's 3.50 a night. And the next time I roll up in there, I'm going to ask them if instead of giving them my credit card or my debit card, can I just trade my blackness and my pride and my loyalty and get that room for free? Can I use my blackness and my pride to get this room? Because I really don't want to have to give you cash. My blackness and my pride should be able to get me a loaf of bread at Walmart. Or what I really fancy, the Yoplait yogurt, light. I usually go in and buy 50 or 60 of them. I wonder if my blackness and my pride and my loyalty will get me that. So my question is to my callers. Anybody. Is this what Martin Luther King envisioned? Judge by the content of one's character and not the color of their skin. Tom Joyner is saying that the facts don't matter. Tom Joyner says that we should put Obama back in office just because he's a black man. His exact words I am not afraid or ashamed to say that as black people, we should do it because he's a black man. As we celebrate Martin Luther King's birthday, tell me, does this not make a mockery of not everything Martin Luther King stood for, but quite a bit. Is it not embarrassing? Or isn't it even reverse racism? It sounds to me like a whole lot of reverse racism. Now, what if a 
a white radio host said to his audience of eight, what if Rush Limbaugh, who has far more listeners, 30 million, to Tom Joyner's measly eight, what if Rush Limbaugh got on the radio tomorrow morning and said, forget about the facts, vote for Mitt Romney because he's white. And I'm not ashamed to say it as Rush Limbaugh that you should vote for Mitt Romney because he's a white man. The message is pointed at racial unity much more than it was in 2008 when just the prospect of electing the nation's first black president brought out record numbers of African-American voters. This time, high-profile Obama supporters are tailoring their appeal in hopes of reigniting enthusiasm among blacks. A critical part of the president's base has been disproportionately hurt by the lagging economy and high unemployment rates. Yeah, the number went down. But just because the numbers go down with the employment rate doesn't mean that it's a good sign for us as Americans. Barack Obama has done nothing. I'm going to tell you right here and now. I'm going to let you in on a, a little dirty secret in the black community. When Barack Obama was elected president, black folks were expecting free stuff. I'm telling you. They were expecting if a white man rolls up in his squad car, that they wouldn't be arrested because the president's black. They expected, a lot of them did, not all of us, expected that we would get this some sort of newfound respect. We, we, we'd be advanced to another level because the president is black. Hence the pride and loyalty. Some even believed that they were going to get something for nothing. That the president, who has to be the most powerful man in the, in, in the world, he's the leader of the free world. So, you know, it's payback time. I need a new kitchen. I need a new car. I need a new boat. I should be getting some free stuff because the president's black. Am I right? The lady who said that Obama was going to pay her gas and her mortgage. Remember that? Peggy Joseph took her daughter out of school early Wednesday for this. Her emotions ran high following Obama's speech. It was the most memorable time of my life. I, I, it was a touching moment because I never thought this day would ever happen. I won't have to worry about putting gas in my car. I won't have to worry about paying my mortgage. You know, if I, if I help him, he's going to help me. Remember that? If I help him, he's going to help me. I'm going to get some free stuff. How many of those blacks now are severely disappointed because they're not getting their free stuff? They've got to be. 
a couple there there are black folks who are saying that I want my free stuff. Voting for someone because he's black is as racist as voting against someone because he's black. Doesn't that moron Tom Joyner understand that? But they don't understand it. They don't want to know about it. They don't want to hear about it. I have a caller on the line. I'm not sure if my caller is just listening or would like to be on. So we're going to check it out right here and now. Caller, you're on with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Are you just listening or you have something to say? Well, they're just listening. All right, here we go. Okay, so how many of you on this Martin Luther King Day are going to go out just a few short months from now and vote for the black man just because he's black? No other reason. Oh, forget the fact that, you know, you you lost your house. It's 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 Bush's fault. Forget the fact that you can't take that pride, that black loyalty to the grocery store and get some food. That black pride isn't going to buy you gas for your car or pay your mortgage. Does anybody wonder where that woman is right now? That woman who said that if Obama took care of her, she was going to take care of him. Where is she right now? She was expecting some free stuff, wasn't she? (laughs) Peggy Joseph took her daughter out of school early Wednesday for this. Her emotions ran high following Obama's speech. It was the most memorable time of my life. It was a touching moment. Because... I never thought this day would ever happen. I won't have to worry about putting gas in my car. I won't have to worry about paying my mortgage. You know, if I, if I help him, he's going to help me. All right. Huh? If I help him, he's going to help me. I don't think so. Black people are severely disappointed in this president. Partly because they didn't get the free stuff that they thought they were going to get, the 40 acres and the mule and all that, and the fact that that employment is as high as it ever was. And, well, let's just take another listen here. Hello, this is Kalander, not your mother, Unabomber. <laughs> and guess what, people? I love President Obama. Yes, I do. I love President Obama. And guess what? And guess what? I voted for him. Do you want to know why I voted for him? Do you want to know why? Do you want to know why? Because yeah. he black. He black, he black, he black. He black, he black, he black. Yes, I said it. I said it again. I voted for him because he was black. Yes, I did. And guess what? I'm going to get me some health care. Show enough is. Show enough. I don't know why you're looking at me. You need to be at work so you can pay for my health care. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I L-O-V-E. I 
Yes, I do. I'm getting health care. Ain't got no job. I love America. I love me some America. Me and my seven children. All seven of my children are going to get some health care now. Show sure enough. Sign the bill, honey. Sign the bill. <laughs> so, anywho, that's all I got to say about it. And if you don't like President Barack Obama, if you don't like him, then you is a racist. Yes, I said it. You is a racist. Uh-huh. Yeah, you are. Because you know what? President Obama is doing good by me. Uh-huh. Now, yes, I can. Get sick now. <laughs> so y'all keep going to work, making all that money, because your taxes is helping me and my chillings. All right, over now. Thank you. I love America. You know, I don't know, you're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. I'm not sure whether or not this woman on this YouTube video, this hilarious video, is pulling our collective legs. If she's just goofing, demonstrating absurdity by being absurd, or if she really believes this. I think she does. I think that there are a lot of black folks out here who believe that because Barack Obama is black, that they're going to get some free stuff. You have a caller on the line. Caller, you're on with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Oh, yes. My name is Jeff Collins from Chelsea, Massachusetts. And, yes, yeah, I, I, I will tell you where this is going to end. This is going to end like Zimbabwe. Do a study of Zimbabwe, where it wound up ending up. The yep. people who are on the side of 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 the prior president wound up getting killed while Robert Mugabe used his power and, and his influence and his and his helpers to turn the country into a toilet. So white people got it in the neck, and the blacks who helped out the white people got it in the neck. And, and this is not about race. This is about good and evil, plain and simple. And 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 this Obama is a Muslim communist. Uh, and, and, and he's using his influence to, to bring a caliphate into this country, and he's using the black people. You nailed it. It is definitely Obama's plantation. He is using the blacks and Hispanics to get what he wants. When he's all done, he's, he's going to double-cross him and stab him in the back. Obama's only loyalty is to Russia, China, and the Middle East, and you're going to see a foreign invasion from these countries into America and and the sad part is a lot of blacks and Hispanics will welcome that invasion, and it will be civil warfare in this country. If you look at the history of Spain, you're going to see certain parts of this country taken over by foreign powers. Hold on to your hats, my friend. I thank you for having me on, and have a good night. Thank you. You too. Uh, my caller um, made several points there. Uh, a lot of them were, were pretty good points. One of the things I, I I didn't agree with most of that, but I did agree with the point that he made about um, Barack Obama using blacks and Hispanics to get to where he wants to be. And we've seen that so far with President Obama pretty much ignoring the black community, touring around on the big black bus. In rural white communities where he knows he's got to try to get some votes over there, where he believes that he's got the black vote all sewed up. He didn't have to do anything because he's got that wrapped up. Blacks are going to vote for him no matter what. 
and especially thanks to Tom Joyner saying that vote should black vote for him. Forget about the facts, but because he's a black man. Free health care for all the blacks. And does that woman believe in this? Yeah, I kind of think she did. <laughs> it's unfortunate, folks. But being a black person, a black man, and living amongst a, a lot of black folks in the black community, traveling around, being around a lot of black folks, they open their mouths and they start rattling off and talking because they think, just because of the color of my skin, that I'm like-minded and I want to get some free stuff too. So they start yapping and talking about how they got whitey over a barrel and we got a black man in office now and it's time for us to get ours. That is time for us to get our just due. Our fried chicken, our Cadillacs, our 40 acres and a mule, and anything else we can get our hands on for free. So I'll ask you this as I part depart the show tonight. Is this what Martin Luther King wrought? Is this what he was talking about? Is this what he meant by don't judge the person by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character? I submit that MLK after cheating and stealing someone else's thesis and sleeping around with every woman he could get his hands on, would probably be rolling over in his grave right now. Because even though he was a philandering cheat and a pretty low character, I would happen to think that he this is not what he meant. This is not something that he would agree with. You've been listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. When you walk through the garden, you got to watch your back. When I beg your pardon, Walk the straight and narrow track. If you walk with Jesus, He's gonna save your soul. You gotta keep the devil way down in the hole. He's got the fire and the fury at His command. Well, you don't have to worry. Hold on to Jesus' hand We'll all be safe from Satan When the thunder rolls We just gotta keep the devil Way down in the hole
Yeah. 